0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank Member FDIC. This is a Headgum podcast.
1: This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to
2: Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily,
0: and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Hemley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies.
1: I'm Sammy, and I love watching
0: scary movies. And so I watch them
1: so that you don't have to. And we have a patron-chosen episode today. Some mumble gore. Oh, my. It's been a minute. (laughs) It's been a minute. Um... We are doing two patron-chosen episodes this month because we dropped the ball in November, so... <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about that, but uh, if you want to vote in the next poll, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash TSDWpodcast. Any any level gets to vote in these <laughs> episodes. Pretty, pretty exciting now stuff that's over there. pretty
2: freaking exciting.
1: But okay, before we get to our mumble gore, did anything scary happen to us this week?
2: Great question.
0: God, what a good question. I need to, I need to tell you guys something. This is scary. So, I we lost our car keys for several days, which is a real which is a real pain in the ass. Well, we have a spare set, but the spare set you have to manually unlock the car and every time you unlock the car that way, the alarm goes off oh, no. until you turn the car it feels on. Feels like
2: that shouldn't be the case if you used Key. The key? I don't <laughs> It's know. like, yeah, this
0: is what this is for. <laughs> Stupid car. I'm sure if I like could find the Subaru manual, it would tell me what to do differently. Sure. Nonetheless, we've been living in this reality where we turn the car on, the car alarm goes off. <laughs> not ideal to, with young children. Not ideal with young children. Also, when several different people are using our car. So Gloria is a woman who watches Silas in the mornings. She uses the car a lot she's been dealing with this. Oh, poor Gloria. Tim's parents, they use our car to drive back and forth from New York. They're having to have a car alarm go off. (laughs) (laughs) That's not (laughs) ideal for them. So um, we were like, okay, we're just going to have to bite the bullet and buy some new car keys. Until today, when Rick, Tim's dad, found our car keys, let me tell you how he found them. He took boxes out to our recycling to un... And he was like, he's very methodical. Rick is... A completist, just like Tim is, he's really committed to doing the right thing. Mm. He is breaking down those boxes as one does. Do you guys
2: not break down your boxes? I I break down my boxes 75% of the time. And 25% of the time, if they're small and I'm tired, Mm -hmm. I go, Same. "Mm, well.
1: Yeah, I guess if it's a real small one, I don't do it. But But the big ones, you gotta, because they ain't going to fit in that box. It's from, I feel like, working... At a coffee shop. Yeah. Had to break down a lot of boxes at Pete's Coffee. So Sure, sure, sure. Have a little box cutter. I kind of enjoy
0: breaking down a box. I love a box cutter. I do, too. And I've also often lived places where people get really angry if you don't do a very thorough job breaking down the boxes. Yeah, yeah, when you share a recycling bin. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the case for us. So we and he poked his head in that recycling bin, noticed there were some boxes that had not been broken down. Went in there, started breaking them down. Oh, my God. Guess what he found? Your car car keys. (laughs) In an unbroken down box? In the recycling, in some like shoe box. And I really think that it's. Oh, my God. It's because Silas did it. Silas 100% put the car keys in a little box that he found. (laughs) Oh, no. And that happened a solid probably like six days ago. And wow. that box has been—they've just been sitting in the bottom of the recycling. Oh, and thank God it didn't. Cu- the trash people didn't come. Can you believe that? Well,
2: and also, they that Rick decided like, well, I'll take care of these other boxes. Like, that's, can you
1: believe that? That's, that's the beyond. That is part. really above it. Above it. above yeah.
2: and beyond. Also, it's so funny. I like. I lose things a, a lot, but the idea that a, your toddler could have. <laughs> like taken your thing and put it's like that's a level of stress that I can't use. it's like how could you ever find anything if a possible explanation is our toddler put it in a small box and we didn't see it happen or know what
0: it could be Little children are little magpies that are obsessed with sparkly little things, <laughs> little magpies? and they just want to—they just want to collect them and hide them for themselves. Little, little <laughs> fancy sparkly things, just for me. Nobody will get these keys. <laughs> I really feel that way, and God bless Rick. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you Rick. universe. Um, we didn't have to buy new car because obviously we we're going to be buying new car keys if that had no. been picked up. Anyway, that was my shocking thing that happened today. Wow, that is shocking. That is, shocking. That is I'm Absolutely shocked. shocking <laughs> <laughs> Um
2: I mean nothing too scary happened this week except that we hosted our um we do a little annual Christmas party. We got really really got on the ball this year, had it early, early first weekend of December and I lost my mind with decorations. It looked oh. so good. Thank <gasps> you. I don't want to and I won't add up what I actually spent on right, because right, it was right. like I would buy a few things yeah that's the perfect
1: thing where it's like a, a $15 thing is not a big deal at all no. and then you buy a hundred fifteen dollars
2: <laughs> oh yeah and, and it's like I would do like a round I'd buy some decorations put them up and be like cool cool mm, now I feel like I need something over there okay let's do another little round and I would just like kept adding on and, <laughs> on, and on and on and on and I don't I I just because you know, how can we make this a tax write off? Listeners, <laughs> tax, <laughs> tax, tax tell me if you're IRS, <laughs> plug your ears. <laughs> um, it just was like I couldn't stop every, for, especially the, the week leading up. Like every day I would come home with another thing and Julie would be like, oh, more decorations. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> where, where are we purchasing these decorations? Mostly, where are we getting mostly them? Mostly Target. Um, there's a Target right next to my office, so I would just sort of do a little poke around, be like, "Do I need another little thing here?" Um, so a lot of Target, um, some Amazon. I'm sorry. Um,
0: yeah, it's tough. It's tough not to. I I know I'm late to the game on this, but I recently discovered Home Goods. Home Goods is great. Shit, it is so much cheaper. I needed a bunch of baskets because we just have so much shit, and I just need to put it all in baskets because yeah. that's my only storage solution. Mm-hmm. Home Goods, six dollar baskets, left and right, gorgeous, wow. gorgeous baskets. That is great to guts. know. That is great <laughs> to know. But they have so many decorations, and I feel like if I was yeah. on a decoration kick, Home Goods would be like the most dangerous place to be because they have endless options and all seem reasonably priced until you're at the cash register, and it's like. And they add it
2: up, yeah. And, and once they add it up, then <laughs> once it's they add it up, it becomes a lot. <laughs> it becomes a lot, and more than just each individual cost. It becomes the total cost. And yeah, yep. And I did. I spent a lot of money, but I also spent a lot of time and a lot of mental energy on like mm. how to make it perfect. And I will say, my my proudest pieces are one. I have a. <laughs> listeners may know I I decided to take pole dancing classes at one point and I mean if you can believe it I've since very much stopped but I did purchase a (laughs) pole and put it up in my house which it it is doesn't get used at all but I turned it into the North Pole (laughs) and I wrapped it in fake snow blanket and red ribbon and a little like tinsel garland it's pretty good and I built a little out of I glued a bunch of small cardboard boxes together and spray painted them to look like bricks and mounted them on my wall above my tv to be like a little mantle and so then i hung stockings from it and i put fireplace video on the tv so it looks like we had a fireplace (laughs) emily oh my god oh boy but now it's like okay i did all that now i have to after christmas find a place to store it i guess or like get Rid of it. It's the storage. It's storage. The storage that, yeah, what that the gets you I need baskets.
1: <laughs> you know, basements and attics are not just for horror movies. They're for decorations. They're for decoration baskets. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah.
2: So I don't really. I haven't really confronted that part of it yet. I'm just gonna try to make it for all it's worth and have some people over. Yeah, you got it. You got a month to enjoy. I've got a month. I can even go a little bit into January. But yeah, yeah some take of that this. off your plate for right
0: now. Thank you. Don't worry about Thank that. Thank you. Just enjoy it. I think that's the sign of being a true adult is once you're storing holiday decorations. It's true. Oh. My God. Yeah. I my can like picture God. all the
2: labeled bins in my attic. Mm-hmm. Like in the day that'd be like, okay, dad's going to go up in the attic and get all the Christmas decorations
0: out. You know, like that was like a, a thing. Yeah. Wow. That is... Aspirational. My mom has been texting <laughs> me. My mom has been, my mom is trying to get rid of everything in their house and she's been texting me all day. The most, I'm sorry, mom. I know you're listening. The most hideous <laughs> holiday decorations <laughs> I've <laughs> ever seen in my whole life. She asked me if she wanted her, me to bring this tree skirt uh, when she comes. Oh. But what's funny about that is like, well, you don't want it
2: anymore, so you must not like it that much. (laughs) It's not
0: your prized and favorite because you're pawning it off. It's like a felt tree skirt with like cat hair on it from a cat that clearly (laughs) died several decades ago. Several decades ago? (laughs) I guess white. (laughs) When was the the last time we had a white cat? Not since (gasps) I've been alive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a whole thing, Christmas decorations.
1: I'm inspired. I want want to decorate my house. And maybe I'll be talking about that next week. I can't wait. Um, But this week, I'm talking about something very weird. This is a weird one. And the scary thing about it, it's not something scary that happened to me. It is a scary thing to learn something new in your 30s that you've been doing something wrong your whole life. <gasps> Ooh, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm sure I've been doing yeah, it wrong. We, too. I wanna know. And I think you guys have probably been doing it wrong as well. Oh. Did my God, you know no. that you are not supposed to rinse the toothpaste out of your mouth after you brush your teeth? Okay. What? <laughs>
2: what? Isn't that
1: crazy? I don't know. I don't even remember actually where I saw this, but the fluoride in the toothpaste is supposed to be able to like sit on your teeth for about 30 minutes. So you're not supposed to actually even eat or drink anything for 30 minutes after you brush your teeth. You're supposed to... let the toothpaste
0: sit in your mm. mouth. What? Well, that's good news for my toddler, who is certainly not brushing his teeth correctly at all. <laughs> until now, I know he is. Now I know Look, he is. If rinsing
2: it out is wrong, I don't want to be right. I mean, yeah, it, everyone can decide for
1: themselves. We've been doing it this way for thirty plus years, and it's been fine. And it's fine. I still have my
0: teeth, you know. G- Wait, knock on wood. Where did you learn this, Sammy? How did this happen? I can't.
1: Re- I can't remember. It might have been on a toothpaste instruction thing like i feel like i was like reading the box of something and got confused like what <laughs> you were reading the toothpaste box, <laughs> but i can't remember and i immediately googled it obviously i was like that can't be right whoa i'm go Goog- i just
2: googled it and you, you're supposed to spit out the excess yes. toothpaste but not rinse not rinse <gasps> oh what? what so i've been doing it that way
1: now and how's it going it's, I can't tell a difference, really. It's, it seems I wrong. usually, what the fuck? I, I, I probably don't wait the uh, allotted 30 minutes to eat or drink, but maybe like 10 or so before I have some water. And I don't know. I just was more shaken by the fact that something that everybody does every day is probably everybody's doing it wrong. And it's really weird to me. And that the dentist wouldn't
0: instruct you or remind you. Be like, as a reminder. I mean, it must not be that important because otherwise we would know, right? Right. right. Otherwise okay. we would know. Okay, well, here's the thing. I feel like I learned at some
2: point that you're supposed... Like, you'd think, like, wait to brush your teeth until after you have, like, your morning coffee or whatever, but you're supposed to brush your teeth first thing. Like, it's you're supposed to brush the night away first thing. Interesting. I do brush first thing. I brush first thing, but... I pretty much imme- well I rinse out my mouth with water <laughs> and then I almost immediately drink coffee so yeah, I- I'm like I think
0: maybe I always wait to brush my teeth but I'm not going to sit
2: 30 minutes with toothpaste on my mouth and then drink my coffee no, that's crazy no. it is really
0: crazy
1: and nobody has to do this we're not we're not saying <laughs> we're not dentists you have to do this we're not dentists but any dental hygienist or dentist out there maybe let us know what you do <laughs> Yeah. What? And I had a question for you guys. Do you floss before or after brushing?
2: Before? I usually do it before brushing. Are are you going to tell me that's wrong? (laughs) That one I think
1: is user's choice. (laughs) I, (laughs) I I don't think there's a clear rule, but maybe there is, but I've always done it after because I think of it as like brushing is like a regular clean and then you go in and you detail clean afterwards for oh, sure, sure. But I
2: very much also see the argument for doing it first. You get the stuff out and then you brush yeah, it away you get it out. And then br- exactly, that's what I think. I think, you know, clean, clean it out and then brush, brush it all away. So, okay, here, uh, here's a pitch for the dentists out there. How <laughs> does this sound?
1: Would this be very impressive if I <laughs> flossed, brushed, flossed again, Wait, shit! How's the toothpaste? <laughs> you <trying> to <laughs> need the toothpaste on your teeth.
2: <laughs> Fuck oh, so you have to floss first because then you're supposed to just let the toothpaste sit yeah, on your teeth. Yeah.
1: So I've been switching to I've been switching to first before. So brushing. then, when do you do mouthwash?
0: I don't think you're uh, supposed to really do mouthwash.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good because I don't. I'm pretty I don't sure really that mouthwash, is mouthwash is Mouthwash is for like middle of the day when you ate something that like left a bad taste in your mouth.
2: Isn't there also fluoride in our water? So like we're good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i'm I mean, I'm sure we're good, I'm sure we're good, <laughs> but it's just interesting to know that those are not the
2: the explicit directions how I mean, how could we have made it this far without ever knowing that? Yeah, how about it? yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Shocking, shocking weeks. Absolutely
0: shocking. My head is all around. Blown away right now. (laughs) Oh my god, Henley's head. (laughs) Henley's head just blew away. It literally just. My head
2: is blown away. (laughs) (laughs) Blew off her shoulders. My body cool as a cucumber. My head blown away. It just. Uh, gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine it didn't pop. It just blew it intact off of
0: your shoulders. <laughs> like a little balloon. Like a, like
1: a balloon, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, should we get into some mumble gore?
0: Yes, please. I guess we should. I really didn't like the first one of these, so I'm yeah. not super amped about the second one.
1: Yeah, because today we are talking about Creep 2.
2: I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. I kind of am excited, too, to be honest.
1: It was directed by Patrick Bryce, written by Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass, starring Mark Duplass, Desiree Akavan and Karnsoni. Creep 2 is streaming on Netflix. For those who are interested, I love these movies because they're short, and mm. I just feel like you know what you're getting into, and they're, I think, a fun time. Your mileage may vary on, <laughs> on that, obviously, but I think it's worth watch if you haven't seen it. Sorry, I got to get Bunk off my lap. He's being... What are you trying to do? <laughs> I think he wants to sit on the chair behind me. Wants
0: to provide you a little lumbar support. A little lumbar support. Mm, a little lumbar support. A little <laughs> lumbar support. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... But yeah, I guess we kind of know what we're getting into. Maybe we should do a brief little reminder of Creep One. Yeah, is a movie where a man responds to a Craigslist ad to film another man for some unknown reason for a thousand bucks for the day. Shows up. It seems like it's Lake Arrowhead or something in the in the in the mountains and. Gets asked to do progressively weirder and weirder things. The person he's filming, his name is Joseph. And the person filming in the first one is Aaron. And Joseph says that he is dying and he's wanting to make a film for his son to remember him by. But then just slowly pushes the boundaries of what is an acceptable thing to ask a stranger to do. Starts with having him film him give an invisible baby a bath. Yeah, yeah, I hated that. Yeah, think about I think about that a lot. Tub, tubby time, tubby time, pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other things to remember is he has a wolf mask that he refers to as Peach Fuzz when he when he puts the mask on, he's Peach Fuzz. <laughs> um, and the first one culminates in him stalking Aaron back to his home and eventually murdering murdering him with an axe. Not what you want. It's not what you want. Um, And I wanted to talk a little bit about and you guys maybe don't share this experience, but I think Mark Duplass is hot and I'm, I want to talk about the <laughs> the way that in media people are attracted to serial killers. This happened with uh, Penn Badgley and you, mm. uh, Joe, mm-hmm. people were like obsessed with him and he had to he was doing a lot of tweeting being like, this is not right. Like you should not be attracted to this character and i was feeling that with mark duplass in this movie where i was like and he's
2: hot he's hot i sign up i would answer this craigslist oh my god okay now see that's interesting because it it is like on the one hand it's like i actually think that mark duplass is is hot in an unconventional sort of way yeah i I think he's an attractive man pen badgley is obviously hot obviously obviously but it's like are we attracted to the The character or is it a handsome man Being scary I think there's like an interesting That should be a turn off regardless anyway right Shouldn't it But there's like
1: historically, serial killers in prison, like always have women that are in love with them. A lot of times we'll get pregnant with children in like, uh, what do you call conjugal visits? So there's some psychology happening here that I'm interested in. I didn't think enough Mm -hmm. about it to say anything super revelatory (laughs)
0: about it, but I just wanted to flag it. Something to think about. Let's flag it. I have, okay. I have so many thoughts. All right. One is the most obvious one, which is, I think I could change him.
1: Yes. I can fix him. I can fix I him. I can change him.
0: <laughs> I'll be the one. No one else could do it, but I'm going to rise above the rest. It'll be me. I'm like the special yeah. one who will fix everything. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it. There's that way of thinking. There's also though, I think we as a society have been obsessed with centering these serial killers in our stories for years. Why? Why do we make them yeah, the central them the hero main of the, character? Or like the, yeah. yeah. And so we're going to be attracted to the person who's at the center of the story anyway, to a certain degree, True. probably. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think part of it is, yeah, just like my attraction to people in
2: movies in general it's ma- main it's character true. energy they've got serious yep. main, main character car- energy i mean honestly serial killers do have main character energy <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think that's like part of the whole <laughs> that's thing that's the whole thing um i was just thinking too i was thinking about beauty and the beast <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not that he's a serial killer but that energy of like he's red flags mean. And bad and a lot of red flags yep and I think it dangerous. is that I can change him. A it's a little dangerous. I think there's something to the intensity too mm-hmm. of like, oh my god, he. What if he focused that intensity on me? <laughs> you know, like. Uh, but I think I think there's something to be like the vampire thing, right? Yes. I, I Like the the danger, the thrill of like, is it sexy or is it scary? Like, which one is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the the. Tension of those two feelings being like a very horny thing. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, know.
1: our Twilight episode was a big hit. And
2: the listeners are saying they want to continue with the Twilight series. Which I would love. I would love to continue with it. Yeah. And I, I do want to say, since that episode, because we recorded that in August 2021, um, Joel has watched three of them with me. We Hell only yeah. have Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2 leftover
0: maybe let's save that for for the pod let's save that for the pod okay great i would love to do more twilight because we did
1: a
2: new moon episode i would right? really love to do them we did a new moon episode that's on our patreon so we just have to do eclipse and then we can bring joel in for uh breaking down part one and two i mean I'd, I'd be thrilled i'd be thrilled to do it Yep. Sign Same. me up. Sign me up. God, what a fun time. Have you still not seen anything beyond Twilight, Hen? No. I well, I saw you new watched moon. New Moon. You saw? Oh, great, because we didn't. Okay, but no eclipse. But no eclipse. Which, and as no we breaking about, dawn. is my favorite. Yeah. And which I, one's
0: your favorite? New Moon is New Moon your favorite. Sammy's
2: favorite is New Moon. Yeah.
0: Your favorite's also New Moon, right? <laughs> Henley. No. I mean, as of as of right now, I. Th- I can't tell the difference between the first one and the second one. What happened? Well, in the second, second one's one? a lot more second Jacob. One's Jacob.
2: Second one has very little Edward, which is why it's I don't like it. There's very little Edward in yep. New Moon.
1: I thought I thought Henley was also team team Jacob. I am. But she I I is am, unfortunately. I, I
0: am fully team Jacob. I am fully team Jacob. But I'm just trying oh, to
2: it's pull. Just he's so Long. problematic. He is so. Know, he is I absolutely know. the worst
1: of two <laughs> evils, even more so than Edward, which is crazy because he's
2: Edward is also so problematic. But, <laughs> but Jacob's, Jacob's worse. Awful. Jacob's worse. Jacob receives <laughs> n- no consent. <laughs> Anyways, this is yeah. We, this isn't the episode about Twilight, but we will continue them because obviously we have thoughts. No, but it
1: is. It is related in this like attraction to horrible horrible people
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and again nothing revelatory to say but just something to all think about for ourselves let's all think about it and flag it for further reflection yeah and let's try to not do it because it doesn't you it know? doesn't feel healthy when i'm watching Mm-mm. this and i'm like
0: kind of want to fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> huh. but it's uh, a, it's true. a common feeling it's you're not alone Hmm. except maybe except maybe you're alone in this particular movie because <laughs> it's literally called creep am i henley because let me tell you that this movie
1: has 100% on rotten tomatoes Shut oh up.
2: and it's a, that's the fuckable rating right that's <laughs> yeah.
1: what 100% of people <laughs> say they want to fuck mark yeah. duplass yeah that's the that's the that's the requirement to rate it how much do you want to fuck mark duplass 100% <laughs> 100% uh, I think this is our first 100% movie we've done I mean there's very few 100% movies I out was there. shocked when I saw this This is not a 100% level film And again Rotten Tomatoes the way that it's
0: Rotten Tomatoes makes no it's sense It's not averaging
1: their ratings It's just measuring positive and negative ratings So 100% yeah. of people Nobody had anything extremely negative to say about this movie Is what that means mm-hmm. Which I agree with
0: well, I'm gonna sign up for Ron Tomatoes after this. After this
1: episode, <laughs> Henley's over. going to
0: become a film critic. It's a review.
1: Yeah, the the review score, the audience score, I think was 71. So don't worry, Henley. You don't
0: have to sign up. <laughs> I'm gonna contact all the reviewers I know who have Ron Tomatoes logins. Hey, have you reviewed Creep Two? <laughs> 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 can I um, can I ghostwrite your Creep Two review? <laughs> They're clearly not going off of... They, they mean reviews that were pub, like published in publications, not reviewers going on to... unpublished. No, not reviewers going on to RottenTomatoes.com and being like, A+. plus. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? No. Yeah,
1: you've got to get someone to write an article you've huh, got about to publish yeah. Okay,
0: well, that, I'm going to start doing some texting right now. Perfect. Great. We'll get that going. Perfect, Here. perfect. I think that's
1: a great... Use of your time. Uh, It has 75% on Metacritic and a 6.4 on IMDb. Pretty standard IMDb score. Yep. Uh, No budget or gross information because... I don't. I don't know if it was released in theaters. I guess I should have looked that up. I didn't. When did I'm it come sorry. out? Did you say twenty seventeen? Sorry, no, I did not say. Okay, but they're found footage films, and so I think they're very cheap. I think the first one was around five thousand dollars to make. So Holy I'm guessing shit. this one is, um, you know, maybe more, but certainly cheap. Mm-hmm. And there's theoretically a third one that there's been whisperings about. They. Ooh. Uh, i couldn't find any recent news the last they have commented on it was in 2020 and they said it's it's happening but then you know some things happened in 2020 that could have changed affected the (laughs) timeline of creep three so uh, it's it's hard to say for sure but i hope that it is happening i would love a creep three and in these movies, as in a lot of found footage movies, the script was only an outline. There's a lot of improvisation. Um The trivia says Mark Duplass and Desiree Aquivan would surprise each other with their choices. And I'm like, that's improvisation. That's what that I means. That's, nice. <laughs> that's what that means. <laughs> um, and, and that's all the trivia I have. Not a lot of trivia for this one. So Let's take a peek at this trailer. Oh boy! I'm
0: Sarah. Hey, welcome to Encounters. Sunday morning. I'm Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? The show where I look behind the strange world of online personal ads. What is their story? Who are these people? So subscribe and join me on this journey. You never know who you might meet next.
2: Hello. Ever since
0: I turned 40, I've lost my inspiration. I have no joy. I'm having a hard time. What am I doing trying to make the films that I used to make? What if I make a documentary? And this is where you come in. I have no idea what I'm stepping into. Aaron, is that you? You are inspiring feelings in me. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. This is going to be a good day. Man, he's so good. He's great. I think I don't want to victim blame, but it's a bad idea. To be doing it's a bad idea. A really, yeah. bad idea. <laughs> really bad idea. Really,
2: I really idea. feel like someone in her life should have been like, um, no. "No, no to this. Certainly not alone. Certainly not alone. Not alone as a young woman. No, a woman can't be alone on Craigslist in uh, strangers' houses. Can't. No. No.
0: No. No.
1: Did I tell you guys about the time? I think I probably have. But I, when I worked as a runner for a company like PA had, having to pick stuff up I had to <laughs> this is such a stupid story <laughs> I had to pick up a Tintin doll a mm, rare mm-hmm. Tintin doll from a house in the valley it was like kind of in the middle of nowhere I mean there were other houses around but I didn't know where I was and it was just like a man that collects dolls yeah that's and not right I like knocked on the door and I had called my coordinator beforehand like if I don't call you back in 10 minutes like call please. <laughs> I was oh my freaked God. out. He had he had like newspaper on the windows covering so that you couldn't see inside and I knocked on the door and he, a- he answered the door. I said, "Hey, I'm here for the tin tin doll." And he said, "Oh, right. It's in my shed out back."
0: No. No, turn around.
1: Bye. And I was like, "Okay," go get it i'm gonna stay right here and he did he went and got it he brought it back and it was all fine but i was just like you think i'm coming to a fucking shed back there hell no absolutely Mm -hmm. not horrifying horrifying yeah stay safe out there ladies and men i mean men men can hurt men too (laughs) men can hurt men (laughs)
2: And women have never hurt anybody. And women have never hurt, I was going to say, women (laughs) can't. A woman couldn't hurt a fly. (laughs) Uh, No, let's all stay safe from everybody. Everybody stay in your house. From everybody. Everybody can hurt everybody. Stay vigilant. Stay vigilant out there. (laughs) Everybody's got the potential to be very, very bad. (laughs) They all could be Mark Duplass, the actor. Even if they're hot. So just be aware, you know, keep the guard up. Keep that card he's, looking, up.
0: he's looking pretty hot in the photo you chose in the background. Even though yeah. he's clearly about to stab you, he's looking pretty good there. <laughs> he is looking. I mean, he's hot. having a
1: good time, and that is having.
0: A good, it's coming through. It's, it's a, nice
1: to see. It's nice, it's nice, to, nice see to see someone, joy joy in someone's eyes. You gotta exactly. love what you do. You gotta love what you do, and that's kind of what this movie's about. It's about him refinding the joy in what he does.
2: <sighs> yeah. <sighs> well, what a journey. Uh, I want to say I support it, but I might not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we find out? let we find should out. find out. Let's do it.
0: That's a hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle. So that's nakedwinescom too scary and use the code and password 2scary and grab six bottles for just thirty nine ninety nine. One last time, that's nakedwinescom too scary code and password 2scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles.
1: We all come home after a long day of work, and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer a bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see, and they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice, like, mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I, I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, we begin with a box opening. We can see that there's like a camera inside this box that has something fluffy around it. And from Creep 1, we remember that he sent Aaron a stuffed wolf to his house at one point. So that's kind of what I'm thinking this is. We see a guy opening this, inspecting it, looking freaked out like he probably knows... What's happening? This isn't the first thing like this that has happened to him. He also pulls out a DVD. I think he's saying like, oh, not again, not another one. Puts the DVD on his TV. We don't see it, but it's freaking him out. We're probably safe to assume the DVD is just of him Mm -hmm. going about his business. And he's watching this looking scared. And then there is a knock at the door. And he answers it, and seems unafraid of who's there. He's like, "Oh yeah, come in, come in. I want to show you something." In walks our creep, Mark Duplass, mm-hmm. and he sits next to him on the couch, and is like, "Oh my god, did you get another of these DVDs? Man, you got to call the police." He says, "I called the police. They said you know nothing. They're not doing anything technically, and so I can't." can't Ugh. there's nothing they can do and he asks him if he wants a beer he's like uh i need some alcohol i mean can i get you a beer creep says yes we find out he says yes he is now going by aaron which is oh, gross I, that's
0: so gross <laughs> i really don't like that
1: <laughs> not joseph anymore uh so as he the other guy's name is dave as dave walks to into the kitchen to get a beer. We see Aaron blowing a kiss at the camera, waving, smiling, having a good time. And he repositions the camera to frame the kitchen table where they sit down and are having beers and talking about, uh, this thing that's happening. Dave asks Aaron, what's up with you? And Aaron is very, he's, uh, Mark Duplass is just so good in this character. He's like, I can't believe you would ask me about myself <laughs> while all of this stuff is happening to you. You are such a good guy. You're such a good guy. And uh, as this conversation progresses, Aaron says he's he's worried about them, their friendship. He's like, you're really important to me, and I'm a little I'm a little worried about our friendship, to be honest. And Dave seems confused. What do you mean? We're good. He's like, I don't know. We. He's like, I don't know. Just uh, think about it. We were at the same exact coffee shop on the same day, ordering the same exact thing, reading the same exact copy of Infinite Jest. (laughs) Uh (laughs) We were fated to that was like fate. Like our friendship is supposed to be epic. And I don't feel like it's growing to the heights that it should. And I feel like if you're not in this 100 percent for this to be like the greatest friendship it can be, then I think it's probably best for both of us if we just end it. And Dave is obviously very confused by this conversation, doesn't know how to respond. And then Aaron says, do you ever think about how we met around the time you received your first DVD in the mail? Oh God. And we see some light bulb moment happen for Dave. It's obviously realizing Aaron is oh, man. not
2: Dave. a creep. He's
1: maybe a bit of a creep. And Aaron says, I've been filming you since we met. I wanted to make a, a gift for you of a, a a movie of our whole friendship. And he points to the wolf camera, hidden camera in the wolf and says, this baby peach fuzz say hi. He's filming us right now. And then he gets a little frustrated. Aaron gets a little frustrated. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. This like doesn't even feel fun anymore. Something. It's like I'm about to turn 40. I feel like I'm losing my inspiration. And we see he's has a knife. He's like pulling a knife out under the table and he's shaking his head like this barely even feels fun anymore. It's not even doesn't even really feel worth it. Swings his arm and slits Dave's throat. Oh Jesus. Jeez. And as Dave is like spitting up blood and dying, Aaron is just looking really upset by how it's not feeling fun for him anymore. Jesus. He's looking sad. Oh gross.
0: Okay. Uh quick Jess. A quick death? No, long, 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 drawn-out death? It seems
1: pretty quick. Could be worse. Okay. And he didn't have, like... I feel like Aaron, in the first movie, really...
0: I was, like, tortured for a long time. Got very
1: drawn-out, horrible, torturous... Yeah, so... Dave... Mm. It could have been worse for Dave. Certainly could have been, been, been better. Certainly could have been better. Could have not happened. <laughs> right. Uh yep. Now we cut to a YouTube video of a show called Encounters, hosted by a woman named Sarah. She's explaining that in Encounters, she answers Craigslist ads and films, just the kind of weird people asking for someone to come massage their head and like sing a lullaby to them. Mm -mm, mm -mm, All sounding mm -mm. like very bad ideas. All men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We see now that she's filming, filming herself as she's watching one of her old videos and she's upset because it only has nine views. Not worth it, girl. Not worth it, girl. (laughs) Not worth (laughs) it. Honey, let's find
2: something else to do.
1: (laughs) And she's really disappointed in this. And she says, I think I might be deeply untalented. I thought I had a gift for seeing Mm -hmm. things in people and seeing loneliness in people and being able to relate to them and just find new and interesting things about people and and had a gift for connecting with people, but doesn't seem to be translating. I guess I should just quit doing this. She's feeling really down and out on her
0: YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think okay. that's a good idea. Quit. Yeah, maybe let's quit.
0: Try something new.
1: Cut to her next morning talking to camera saying, sorry, I got a little dramatic last night. I've had my coffee now. I'm feeling better. And mm. I saw a new ad that looks interesting. We're going to try this out one one more time. We see a Craigslist ad that says $1,000 for the day, honesty and emotional bravery, a must.
2: Fans of interview with the v- vampire, a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me okay. up. I mean, I'm liking the way this sounds. <laughs> Let's go deep together. Yes. She texts the
1: number that uh, in the ad and says, I'm interested no
2: he writes back do you scare easily she says no i mean that question makes me go well never mind (laughs) never mind even if the answer is no the question indicates this is a bad idea Mm -hmm. yeah i would never in one million years do this never in a million years (laughs) Mm -mm. not in one million trillion years
1: We cut to her driving. She says she's driven three hours to get to where he is. So it again looks like Lake Arrowhead. looks like similar, if not the exact same location. I don't think it's the exact same house, but same area. And she arrives and says to the camera, this is something I normally wouldn't do, you know, far from home. And this guy is not giving me a lot of information. Hasn't really filled me in on the details of this job. But the things I've been doing haven't been working, so maybe that's why my show has been sucking, and maybe this will be <laughs> make it better, be interesting. Hey, maybe
2: the show just ain't it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe I just need to be
2: murdered, and then the show will do well. Maybe I'm not being completely fucking reckless enough with my yeah. health maybe I'm not and being safety, stupid <laughs> enough, huh? <Yeah. laughs> uh.
1: She walks up to the house. Door is open. She walks in and is looking around. Doesn't seem like anyone's there. And then we get a loud blender jump scare. Mm. We see Aaron making smoothies. He, I think it's important to note, has a small ponytail.
2: Mm -hmm. That is
1: important. And he hands her, he pours a smoothie into two cups, hands her one. Again, I'm like, I'm not drinking that. And... She does, and he does also. To be fair, they're both drinking the smoothie. She saw him make it and pour it, but already I'm doing the calculations of like. Mm. And in true Aaron slash Joseph slash creep fashion, he says, "Haha, it's poisoned."
0: <laughs> Very a hilarious
1: funny. joke, and she introduces herself as Sarah, and he says, he lo- he looks at her for a long moment. Says, that's your real name, isn't it? She says, yes. He says, I can tell. Thanks for that. <laughs>
0: oh, <wow. laughs>
1: and he asks oh. if they can start with a hug. Oh, no. They hug each other. They sit down, and he's asking her a little bit, What's your story? And she tells him she's a wedding videographer. Hey, go do that. That sounds really fun and safe. <laughs> that sounds way safe for lots of people at weddings. To, <laughs> lots
2: of people at weddings to keep keep an Love eye on everybody. A lot of witnesses.
1: Love a lot of witnesses. Um, so after she tells him that, she asks him, "What's your story? What's um, you know, what's your deal?" He says, um, "I am what people would refer to as a serial killer."
0: I don't, oh my god. It's
1: like I don't love that nomenclature, but that is He's like I think of myself as a murderer, but technically because I've killed 39 people, I'm I'm a serial killer. Uh but I'm about to turn 40 and it's kind of sent me a little bit spiraling. I'm having a crisis. I feel like I don't trust my instincts anymore. I'm scared that I'm I've lost what makes me great. Like killing people used to just bring me so much Joy and it felt like almost a religious experience, and now
2: it just kind of feels like a job. Oh my god! I love this honesty. Yeah, I'm excited to see where we go from here. He says, but then I read something
1: by Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Francis McDermott. <laughs> that works too. That essentially blew his head right off. <laughs>
0: blew away like a balloon. Blew his head
1: away. <laughs> Uh, And it's a quote from Francis Ford Coppola that says, I have not made an original film since The Conversation in 1974, and I'm not sure I'm capable of it, but I really want to keep trying. And this has been a very meaningful quote to Aaron. He says, why am I trying to make the films I used to make? Why don't I just embrace where I'm at right now and make a documentary about my life of like one of the most prolific unknown serial killers that's where you come in i want to i'm like feeling inspired to make something new that i haven't done before and i know that i just threw a lot at you so if you want to bail i understand no hard feelings but i really hope you stay i but if you're in i need you to be in 100 there's no turning back once we start so what do you say? She says, I'm in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> any, any any follow-up questions? Yeah, does she? Tara? What do we think her... No? no? I, at this point, I don't know. At this point, I'm like, is she just saying whatever she needs to say to like survive this moment?
0: Right. Or is
1: she really in such pursuit of like an interesting Art. story that she's willing to risk it?
2: Not
0: good. Wow. Okay.
1: So she says she's in. He says, I can promise you two things. I will not kill you over the next 24 hours. That would be counterproductive. And I will give you deep personal access to my soul. And together
2: we'll make magic. Does she say after 24 hours? Not over the next. Yeah. Right. Like, and when that time is up, we're clocking that for sure. That there was a
1: time totally that. <laughs> Yeah. But. Now we cut to him showing her the tape of him killing Aaron. That Jesus. is the f- end of the cre- first movie. Jesus. In the in the tape, he's wearing the peach fuzz mask and he has an axe. And it's from a distance and it could be faked, I guess. I mean, it is. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't
2: know. I feel like I would take his word for it. Yeah, I'd, I'm buying it if I'm in this situation. Which I wouldn't be in a million years. (laughs) In a million years.
1: And as he's watching himself approaching real Aaron with the axe, he's singing, I might look like a big bad wolf. And then he (laughs) turns back and looks at her and says, but I'm as friendly as a rabbit. (laughs) 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 Really creepy. And he finishes showing her the video, says, what did you think of that? And she says, I think it's interesting. And this like could be an interesting movie. And he says, did it scare you? And she says, did you want it to scare me? She's not like falling into any of his expected reactions. And you can tell he's like fascinated by this. And Uh we're unsure of if she's actually interested, if she's just figuring out that that's Something that might be throw doing. him yeah. off. We're not sure. But they are two people in the middle of a uh, creative rut. And mm. they're interested in each other.
0: Anything can happen when you get those two kinds of people together.
2: Nothing could be higher stakes in refining your creative voice. <laughs> he says, I'll be right back. And we get her first moment
1: alone. And so she, like, in the camera says, what the fuck? And is panning around the room. We see the axe above the fireplace. And it's really quick. He comes right back. So we just get a moment of, like, she's at... We at least know she's freaked out. Yeah. Um, But playing it very cool. He comes back just in a towel. <sighs> and he says he stands in in front of her and he's like framed in the in the frame full a full body shot of him in the towel and he says how men in locker rooms can you know like hit each other with towels and it's very playful and fun and like women have a good time with each other in the bathroom it's like a bonding thing he's like but between men and women there's always a barrier to the intimacy to that sort of intimacy because somewhere in you you're always wondering what does that person look like naked and i will admit i have had that thought here today <laughs> and oh my so God. i think it would be best if we see each other naked and <sighs> just get that out of the way He's, she's like how do you how do you feel about that she says yeah fine good and he drops the towel we get full frontal mark duplass oh shit and then uh.
2: 100% what? of people want to fuck him after this. Yeah, this is when they all wrote the articles. <laughs> they paused the movie and they were like, 100% is the best right movie I've ever seen. <laughs> seen. Nothing negative to say.
1: <laughs> and he's clearly trying to freak her out, obviously. And he's seeing that it's not having that effect. So he stands there for a, a very uncomfortably long time, just naked. They're just looking at each other. I timed it. It is 40 seconds. Wow. Mm-hmm. Feels very long. And then she says, "Okay, is it my turn now? And he's very thrown off by this. He's like, what? And she's like, hold the camera. I'm going to it's my turn. And he sits down looking very confused and films her strip all of her clothes off. We don't get full frontal of her, but we do see her boobs. But he zooms in on on her face as she's undressing. And then we see her just um, staring back at him looking completely unafraid and unfreaked out. Great. Good for her. Hell Yeah. And she's like, all right, let's start making the movie. She excuses herself to go to the bathroom, and we get her first little talking to camera, and she says, okay, obviously, like, every red flag I have
2: is up. Yeah, like when he told you he's murdered 39 people. (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) It's kind of one of the... I wouldn't call that a red flag. I would call that... um, Calling the police? uh, Yeah, like a a giant billboard. Big red billboard. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep. She says that... She thinks he's harmless, but he might be dangerous. She's like, clearly doesn't believe him that
2: he's. Yeah. I mean, she thinks, must think that he's like a sociopath, but maybe not one who's killed people.
1: Yeah. And so she's like, I'm not an idiot. She shows us she has a knife in her shoe. Yeah, that'll that'll save you. That'll save you. And she's like, I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to continue on. So we at least see that she's not. Running for the door she is here of her own
0: choosing that's not good. I will say it's refreshing to see this dynamic
1: it's it, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. it's very unexpected
0: mm-hmm. it's fun to yeah. see someone be unfazed by a serial killer I yeah. love I love to see that
1: yeah mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is fun uh so she comes out of the bathroom he jumps out at her big jump scare. she doesn't flinch. I went to a haunted house this October with a friend who has no jump reflex or like scare reflex whoa it's so interesting to me and she also doesn't have know that one was
2: possible
1: i know like what what does that mean i have an outsized large one i screamed every single time even if no one was jumping out at me sometimes mm-hmm. is it a full <laughs>
0: is it a full freeze like reaction is she just frozen or is she just not bothered? She just bothered. looks calm. Just I mean, I guess, guess we do not see. Yeah,
1: she just doesn't get startled. She's like, okay, are you ready? And he, this, oh he says, oh my God, that's
2: so weird.
1: He's like, ah, tough nut to crack, huh? And she notices a bald spot in his beard and asks him about it. And he says he's kind of weird about it. He's like, that's just my beard pattern. Guys, beards grow in different ways. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, then they head head for the door. They're going to go outside to film something, and he jumps, scares her again. Doesn't, still doesn't get her. He's like, "Really? Damn!" He's like, "All right, I'll get you eventually." She says, "We'll see about that." Mm. Cut to them driving, and he is wearing the peach fuzz mask as he's driving, and. Uh, is asking her, so what do you feel about, how do you feel about this mask? (laughs) And she's like, well, as a passenger, I don't feel great about it because I feel like you probably can't see very well. But other than that, I think it's a cute mask. And he's like, is it not, don't you think it's kind of a scary mask? Like the wolf? She's like, yeah, she's like, it's like a cute wolf mask. And he's like, what if I told you I was a naughty wolf? And she says that 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 could be scary if he was a naughty wolf. And he says, what if I told you at the end of this road I was going to cut off your head and snuggle fuck it?
0: Ew. (laughs) Ew.
1: Haven't heard the term snuggle fuck. No, no. Mm -mm.
0: Don't love Mm -mm. it in in this context. Not in this context. It's definitely in the same universe as Mumblegore, though.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
2: true.
0: Snuggle fuck, (laughs) Mumblegore.
1: I can't remember how she responds, but she's not as freaked out as she should be that much is certain. Mm-hmm. So they get out of the car to their he's picked out a, a filming location that he's excited about where he wants to do his his main interview and he gets there and it's next to a river but the river water level is way lower than when he scouted it. He's really upset freaking out like this is not going to be good like god damn it. This, like, the movie's ruined. Uh, we don't have a scene here. And Sarah says Aaron and he looks over at her and she goes, Coppola <laughs> <laughs> says what? She says, Francis Ford Coppola. What would Francis Ford Coppola do? And he gives her a look like a nod and damn it, Sarah, you're right. <laughs> and he rethinks the scene and he's, he, they figured out, he sits in the water for the scene. It's a very strange choice, but he seems pleased with it. Um, There's a lot of uh, sound happening, planes flying by, birds chirping. He's getting very frustrated with the audio quality. He gets up and goes to take a break. He stays. He's gone for a while. So Sarah goes to look for him and hears grunting in the woods. She's she's looking You know, the camera's panning left and right in the woods. We're really expecting a jump scare here, but there wasn't one. But she's just hearing this groaning sound, follows it and finds him laying face down in the dirt, (laughs) just groaning. And she reaches and holds his hand. And he says, don't leave. They hold hands, cut to her back at the house. It's nighttime now. She's talking to camera. She says, Aaron has been playing the same song on repeat for two hours. He's in a really fragile state right now. I'm going to go talk to him. He like hasn't been wanting to talk to me. I'm going to go try to figure out um, what's wrong. She takes the camera with and goes and sees him, finds him sitting in a hot tub, (laughs) blasting this song. She, she, Pauses the song and or like turns it off, and he says, "Put that back on." And she says, "Why?" And he says, "Because it's my favorite song in the world, and I need it because I love it." <laughs> Wait, who was the person? <laughs> Wait,
0: what's the song? Uh, that someone we, we just came out that it was someone the wife was really upset that their husband kept playing. Mm. Um, Stephen King.
2: It was Mama Number Five. Stephen King's five. wife almost left him because he wouldn't stop. playing like, Mama Number Five. <laughs> <laughs> She's asking him questions
1: and he's telling her, you don't want to know my story. He's also telling her she should leave. She says, I'm not leaving. You said we once we start, we can't stop. There's no turning back. Like, we're going to figure this out, Aaron. So she's like, tell me, tell me your story. Tell me your deal. And she's filming him as he talks about when he was a teenager he was at this show and really loved the band and it was the first time he felt like he belonged and he was out like outside with them after the show but then they had to leave to go to another town because they were touring and so he hitched a ride back home and a guy the guy that picked him up said something that I'll never forget as soon as I got in the car. He said, today's going to be a good day. Ugh. He says that the man took him to the middle of the woods, beat him within an inch of his life, tied, er, made, made him dig his own grave. He's like, and as he was doing this, I was thinking, I should really not like this. This is not a good situation, but I loved him. He was magnetic. He took control of the situation. I was inspired by him, but he wasn't very good at tying knots. So I was able to get my hands free. I strangled him, watched the life leave his eyes and realized that this is that was my destiny. And I laid there next to him all night long. And it felt like a spiritual exchange. And I lied to you earlier about my beard. It's actually... Um, a condition called trichotillomania, which is when you pull out hairs and one of my victims had that and I, since my spirit consumed his spirit, I now do that. He's like, each of my victims, I take something from them and incorporate it into my own spirit.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And he's looking, he's looking very upset as he is telling this story because it used to be such a beautiful thing. And now that thing is gone. And that's why I'm sad. So you really should go because tonight is going to be a very bad night. She sets the camera down, filming the jacuzzi and gets in with him in all of her clothes. Ah! Starts massaging him. He's moaning and grunting in, in pleasure, resisting it at first, but then kind of looks like a little baby in her arms as she's massaging him. Uh, wow,
0: this is a fascinating woman. Fascinating.
1: She goes to take a shower. He grabs her camera and is saying, you're making me feel things I thought I would never feel again. I don't know what to do about it. And he films just a big knife on the floor and then carries the camera with him as he goes to the shower. And he's reaching about to pull back the curtain when she jumps out at him. Big jump scare with tape all over her face. You know, when you can like tape your nose up and make a funny little weird little face. She has tape all over her face. She scares him really good. He falls over. (laughs) They're both laughing. She's like grunting over him also now. It's just really
0: not what you thought she was gonna do. No, no, uh-uh. they're a match made in heaven. Maybe <laughs> I know. It's romantic. Is this a rom com? This is the. Pro-
1: this is the problem. This is the problem. This is when I'm like. This is the problem. I can fix him. Mm-hmm. All I need is
2: some tape on my face. Easy,
1: easy peasy. Match made in heaven. Uh, they are later talking. She says, "Is there a part of you that wants to kill me right now? Like, be honest with me." And he's like, "Well." Yeah, of course, like I'm a serial killer, <laughs> like duh, but then I, we wouldn't be able to have all the fun that we're having. They're in um, uh playing pool now in a little, little billiards room with a fun castle looking wallpaper in in the back. And she's interviewing him some more and saying, do you feel remorse for the victims that you've killed? And he says, mm, sometimes, but not really, because I think I give my victims like a lot of fair warning And Mm -hmm. if they wanted to leave, they could have. And so not really.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) And he describes how with his past victim, we know is Aaron. He called him buddy. He calls he says when I my last victim, buddy, I left a big axe out in front of the front door when he entered so that he would have to see this like huge weapon. And he didn't say anything about it. And then I killed him with the axe. And so that's on him, essentially.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh,
1: And Sarah says, does this mean you're going to kill me with a blender? And he smiles and says, I've never thought about that as a weapon, which is a fun little reference to your next another mumble gore film. Mm hmm. Then we cut to them in back in the in the house in the living room, and she is pouring him some wine. And we just hear him in the background being like, Where's mommy's juice? Mommy needs her juice.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he pours him a big <laughs> cup of wine, hands it to him. He says, This better be a cupola wine. And that's funny. <laughs> she asks him what he's been thinking about, and he says, I was thinking about a book I read called The Journalist and the Murderer she's like, what's what's that book about? (laughs) (laughs) And he says, oh, it's about the moral quandary that a lot of journalists face where you have to lie to the people you're interviewing, kind of flatter them or flirt with them to gain whatever you need for the article they're writing or if they're making some sort of YouTube show like something called Encounters, maybe, and reveals he has seen Encounters And he says, first of all, I want you to know everything's okay and I'm not mad.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: And he says, be honest. Do you believe that I'm a serial killer? And she says, no. He says, okay, why not? And she says, the stories you've been telling are ridiculous. And why, if you were a serial killer, why would you have me film you confessing everything? Because you're going to kill me. (laughs) And he's like, that's a good question. She's like, I could go to the police tomorrow. And he's like, you won't, you won't go to the police tomorrow because tomorrow I'll be dead because tonight you're going to kill me. She's thrown by this. He come, he, he runs off, goes and gets his peach fuzz mask and the ax And comes back and lays on top of the table with his head hanging off the edge, hands her the axe, (laughs) and is like, okay, just chop off my head now. And the axe is sharpened, so it should go right through. There's barely any bones in the neck, so it should be pretty easy. She obviously doesn't do it. He's annoyed and has to figure out another way to die in front of her. And so he uh, hangs up a noose and is on the little second store a second floor balcony about to jump off. And he's explaining to her that because you're standing there filming, you'll at least be in a, if you won't kill me, you'll at least be an accomplice to the murder. And he jumps and he's like, uh, choking, getting strangled. And she freaks out, runs and, and grabs him, pulls him down. And after it cuts to her, like, Furious now, putting her shoes on, getting ready to go. (laughs) This is what this is what did it. And he comes up and says, Sarah, did I freak you out by hanging myself? (laughs) And he shows her that he was wearing a harness and he was never actually choking. And he says, I want to make your show. best show it can be it's going to be make such a good episode of an of encounters and he says am i a murderer no of course not am i a sociopathic pathological liar that's completely disconnected from humanity yes
2: (laughs) oh my god
1: but I think you're incredible oh, and I want to continue making this movie together. And she's back on board.
0: Wow. She that smiles
1: and says that will make a pretty crazy scene. So mm. they're 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 having fun again. And they go back into the pool room and they're playing. She says, Let's play two truths and a lie. You say three things, one of them is a lie, and I have to guess which one. And he thinks about it. And he says, I was born three months premature. I've never slept with a woman and I can hold my breath for two and a half minutes. And she says, I think it's the breath one. He says, it's number two. (laughs) Oh no. And admits that he's never been with a woman, never even kissed a woman. And she says, can I kiss you?
0: Oh God. uh, You
1: can be your first kiss and gives him a very, I don't know. It's like a a sweet kiss.
0: Yikes. Yikes.
1: He's got a big smile. He's like, wow, that was incredible. And she's asking him, like, how have you not had a kiss before? This is crazy. And he says that he had a psychotic break when he was 14. And so he was
0: institutionalized for a lot uh, until he was 19. Was this before or after? I guess that must have been after he escaped the uh, serial killer. Great. Great after, question. yeah. Yeah. After, I think.
1: She's clearly feeling sympathy for him in this moment. Not a mistake. Um, now we see they're, they're running around in the woods again, having fun. She's jumping out at him, scaring him. He's absolutely delighted by it every time. <laughs> and he gives her the necklace that he had given to Aaron in the first movie. That's a photo of him and Aaron inside of it, uh, like a little heart pendant. And it's like, I'm oh, sorry, I didn't have a chance to... Get a photo of us to put inside of that. You were quite a surprise, but I just wanted you to have this. And we see he's leading her to a grave that he has dug. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God.
0: (laughs) And he's
1: like, I thought of the grand finale for the episode. It's going to be really great. Um, We're both going to kill ourselves and die together like Romeo and Juliet and bury like die in this grave. I've like dug our
0: grave for us. My God.
1: And we see he grabs the camera from her and is filming her now. And she is expressionless, essentially. Just I guess we know from her previous actual relaxed face that she is terrified in this moment. Um, But she Mm -hmm. is trying not to show that. And he shows her her knife. She like reaches down to her ankle. He's like, no, no, like this is yours. I got it from you when when. You, I fell on you when I was hanging myself. S- snuck it out of your shoe.
2: Oh my god.
1: So she has has no weapon. He's filming her face as we just hear a bunch of stabs. He <gasps> stabs himself like eight times. Oh my god. <gasps> and hand, then Damn. hands her the knife. And is like, I can't oh do you yours. I love you too much. Like, you need to stab yourself. Hands her the knife. <laughs> And she runs. She darts away. Oh, my God. He's running after her. And he's bleeding out, but he is still pretty fast. And he, he catches up to her and gets her. And we hear more stabbing. And then we see her being dragged into the grave. And he's talking to the camera now. He's, like, filming himself do this. And... We see the wounds in his it's like in his side, essentially. And he's like, ah, I don't think I'm gonna die from this. And I feel pretty bad about it because the whole thing was kind of my idea. But <laughs> you know, Sarah, you did it. You made the the best episode of Encounters there ever was. I'm so proud of you. And I'm bummed you're not gonna be here to see it. Um, and as he's talking to camera, we see her crawling out of the grave. Grabbing oh, grabbing a shovel, moving very slowly towards him as he's saying, Sarah, you were you were my muse, my coppola, you inspired me. And she slams him in the head with that shovel. Blood like sprays onto the camera. She hits him very hard and runs away. And the camera falls cut to black. Come back up. Streets of New York looking at a crowd walking by a subway station camera zooms in we see sarah looking a little different time has passed her hair is different and um not sure what's um happening but cut to the camera filming her on a subway from across the seats like someone is sitting across Mm -hmm. from her filming her and she looks up into camera Cut to black, end
0: of the movie. <laughs> oh, Whoa. wow. Wow. Yeah, that is a hundred percent movie.
2: <laughs> it's honestly, it is so funny. It's really very funny. It's interesting because, honestly, by the time we're getting to the end there, I felt myself being like, you know what, Sarah? You gotta die. (laughs) Like, like, just being like, I cannot believe you're still there. Yeah. 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 Which I didn't feel that way about Aaron in the first one. I felt like Aaron was really trying to, like, not be a part of it. Aaron was, yeah,
1: pretty consistently
2: trying to leave. And I appreciate Sarah's strategy. But she did not take the situation
0: seriously enough. No. No, she did not. She was deluding herself. She was, she reached a point where she was like, I have to believe he's not a serial killer because otherwise this is too scary. Well, and just being like, I have to make this YouTube show. <laughs> I, know, I like, know,
2: absolutely not.
1: Yeah. And I mean, she does a, a great job, this, this actress. I feel like there's a way in which that performance could feel completely unbelievable, but she really uh-huh. does make it feel real um Desiree Evon and i was I was very intrigued by her performance because it it yeah. is having to do so much with a lot of silence and communicating things with her her looks, and there is like clearly an attraction between them and it's just this very interesting little character study of these two people in a weird place mm-hmm. in their lives that you can kind of see how she's getting caught up in this, even though literally everything is saying run far away. Um, yeah, but yeah, and yeah. it was a very unexpected dynamic. I didn't I, I knew that in Two yeah. it was going to be uh, a woman and I assumed it was going to tread a lot of the same ground that the first one did. And I, I think it's very
2: fun that they went this direction with it. Yeah, it's cool that they found a way to make a sequel that does feel really original from the first uh-huh. while still maintaining like the same uh, vibe. Yeah. Francis
0: Ford Coppola would be proud. Be I impressed. wonder if he's so. seen it. He should. Probably. I wonder.
1: Um, have you guys been seeing all the Martin Scorsese on TikTok? Martin Scorsese's daughter is on TikTok and no, no. posts no, a lot of videos this. of him. It's pretty funny. You should look him up. How old is she? Um don't say twelve. Not twelve, <laughs> but she's she looks she's his daughter or granddaughter? Oh maybe granddaughter. I don't know. She looks I, I she looks know. Gen I, Z. I just, hope,
2: I just hope she's that's his
0: I mean how old is he? Old. <sighs> You're right. It could be a daughter, easily.
1: But they're pretty they're pretty fun little TikToks of him doing silly TikTok stuff like dances and answering questions about what does dab mean
2: (laughs) 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 like that kind of stuff pretty funny i'm trying to he's 81 he's 81 and it doesn't look like he has grandchildren so no no. i mean
1: yeah it wouldn't be shocking i feel like no it wouldn't wouldn't. al pacino sorry to say sorry to bring sorry sorry to to bring that up again but sorry to (laughs) To say he's a new a new dad we don't need
0: to get into that right now i'm disappointed in my tiktok algorithm that has not fed me these corsese videos you gotta check it out gotta gotta search for them fix that algorithm problem Mm -hmm. get that in the mix sammy thank you for telling me about Creep 2.
1: Yeah, thank you also <laughs> patrons you for, for picking this one. We did we the poll was all sequels and Creep 2 won by one by a lot. But there's other some other fun sequels on there that we will do eventually. Um and we'll do another poll probably for next week's episode. So stay
2: tuned on Patreon for that. Also, Mark, Martin says he does have grandchildren, but I do think these TikToks are his daughter. I just did some brief, just real brief Googling in case anyone was going to get mad, being like, he does have grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what also has Mark Duplass been up to since this? You know, I feel like he's always doing something. Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't seen him. What are he? In, uh, and do he and Jay still make stuff together? What are they up to? Jay was
1: in um industry. He was great in it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I
2: do love him. I love a pair of talented brothers.
1: Where's the, Where's all our sister creative teams?
2: Yeah, what the hell? That's a great question. Are there
1: literally any? I can't think of any. Why do brothers what like to f- work together so much and sisters
2: don't? Why come brothers like to work together and sisters why don't? Come, where's, <laughs> why are not the sisters working together? I mean, our friend, our friend Kim and her sister have produced things together. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. But we need to get them, them extremely successful. Now we need them to be Duffer women Brothers them. level. Women, women everywhere need them. <laughs> yeah, we got the Duffer Brothers. We got the Cohen Brothers. No, they don't make things together anymore. But whatever, we got the Cohen Brothers. We got the Duplass Brothers. We got the Safti Brothers. It, it is. It does. Well, we got the Voltaggio Brothers. <laughs> my favorite
0: successful brothers.
1: Oh, uh, we've got the Heim Sisters. We've got thank god we've got
2: the, <laughs> we've got the Williams sisters.
0: We've got Venus and Serena.
2: Oh my god, we've got the Williams sisters. We have the Knowles sisters. I mean they don't work together but they do
0: each have success. Same the Williams. I yeah. I mean they used to do doubles. Yeah But
2: it's The Heim sisters Is
0: that's That's the peak. That's what we're
2: talking about mm-hmm. Yeah That's We need more of that mm-hmm. We need more of that And also in film and television And in film and television more sisterhood. sisterhood 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 We need it God we need it
1: Oh Mark Duplass is on The Morning Show Oh right right right
2: Oh Interesting I'm tempted to watch that But I'm
1: tempted I am also tempted I've heard it so bad That it's good again Yes
2: yes Yeah I've heard the same thing I mean I don't mind A soapy soapy Big drama like that Like that sounds fun to me Yeah I I might check it out And now that I know Mark
0: Duplass is in it John Hamm is in the newest season So I'm I'm into that Yes. Yeah. One central strange thing About the morning show Is that Reese Witherspoon Is supposed to be this Like young, be young, young I know it's like really canoe, funny And she's the it's same like Reese, age As Jennifer Aniston We
2: love you But yeah you guys are peers So yeah. that's pretty strange Yeah <laughs> Pretty strange choice You didn't have um, to Make it that way Like you didn't have to No, you literally made it up. You made up the show and you could make it something different. (laughs) No, but I mean, the entire show could could be exactly
0: the same. They just need to stop referencing the fact that she's like an up and comer. It's like she could have just been doing whatever. Anyway, she could have
2: like career pivoted (laughs) and just be like new. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: And I'm sure that's our only note on the show. Other than that, that's all I've got. I think it's perfect.
2: But I am, I mean, I'm definitely interested in a, a potential romantic storyline between John Hamm and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that's it's a fun. hot couple. That's fun. So I'm into
1: that. Also, Greta Lee is in it. Ooh. Oh, so good. Oh, Greta Lee is I great. I love Greta Lee. What does Greta Lee have any sisters? <laughs> <laughs> great question. And why aren't they writing and directing <laughs> movies and television? Hey,
2: hey, I'm just going to throw it out there people with sisters. Why aren't you working together? (laughs) Just get it together. I mean, I guess technically, technically, I have a sister. You have very different interests. So I guess we got to start a production company. (laughs) Yeah. No, we're going to start a production company. I think you have to. We literally have to. There's no two ways about it. That's just For the good of humanity. That's right. That's right. You got to do it. Okay, I love you guys.
1: <sighs> okay, well, this, this, was a, was, this was this was a delight. This was a fun one. I had a great time. Glad you guys enjoyed it as well. I didn't even sing creep once. Hope that creep three happens. Fingers crossed. And no voices. I thought I could maybe do a jump scare goodbye. Like I say the phrase, mm. and then you don't know when I'm going to say goodbye. Sure.
2: Oh I like that I'm, I'll am i try to be really unex- Like not expecting it <laughs> so hold on. I, gotta, I need to put other things in my head Like I'm definitely not going to hear the word goodbye Like I, one thing's for certain Is that I, that's not a word I want to hear no. Right now I'm getting no. in that headspace okay. okay, Great Yeah. So from all of us here At Too Scary Didn't Watch
1: Goodbye <laughs> <laughs> She
0: did it
2: Honestly pretty good Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com/slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailers reactions and more and no matter what we will see you right here next week for another episode we love you so much bye that was a hit gum podcast